Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and those in between. Welcome to another episode of the Joypad Podcast. We are the Joypad Podcast, and it's been a little bit since we've recorded. My name is Tom. I am joined by my fabulous three other hosts, uh, the Mikes, both Fleming and Pinto and Megan. And we're here to tell you about joyful things in video gaming. Why don't we start off by talking to Megan? Whoa! Hi, 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 Dan. Hello. How's a how um? What you drinking? What you what you gaming? What's going on? Not much. I'm I'm doing okay. We're halfway through the week. Thankfully, I've been uh, super busy with work. I've uh, picked up some more hours uh, covering jobs that aren't my responsibility, but I have to do it. So you know. I'm doing it. Uh, as far as what I'm drinking, I'm still continuing my journey of being a, a healthier adult, and I am just enjoying some water. But it's from Wegmans, <laughs> because I'll pay for water. Um, not sponsored, but hey, get at us anytime. We're still waiting. If we can get water to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, you meant Wegmans. Wegmans. I want not I water. Want water. I want the I want the compound of dihydrogen monoxide <laughs> to be the sponsor of the Joypad podcast. I'm here for it. What is it? Amer- American Water is that the utility? Um, get at us, you know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, as far as what I'm playing, big news, guys! I shared it with you. I'll share it with everyone that listens. Uh, I finished a game for the first time, I think, since August. Um, I'm proud and disappointed that it took so long. I finally. Oh, oh, there it is. Those are the fireworks. <laughs> I finally finished uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and I liked it. And they set it up for a third game, which isn't a surprise. Um, no. I just think they'll keep pumping games out of that, like many franchises now. But yeah, it, it was good. I enjoyed the story. I don't want to spoil too much. I don't know if anyone here... Well, Pinto, you'll talk about things. I'm going to shut up. Uh, but yeah, I finished Horizon, and I finally decided to pick up Elden Ring and play it. Uh, I created my character. That is as far as I have gotten in the game. Aww. Uh, I can't wait to rage quit and, uh, (laughs) never play it again, because that is bound to happen. But, we'll see. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. But that's about it for me. Uh, Mr. Pinto, how you doing? What are you drinking, and what are you playing? I'm not doing great, uh, but that's fine. We don't need to talk about that. I'm drinking 7-Up because uh, it is the best of the lemon-lime sodas, in my <laughs> humble opinion. has real lemon and lime oils in it. Makes it the best. be better if it was made with real sugar, but whatever. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, I finally finished Mario RPG. I am taking a break from uh, playing games that are going up on the website because... It takes a lot of time and a lot of work, so I'm going to take a short little break. Uh, Next week, Chrono Cross uh, Radical Dreamers Edition comes out, which is what I'll be doing next. Um, I already pre-purchased it on Steam, just waiting to download it. It's 20 bucks, Definitely worth it to me. Love that game. Uh, So, in the interim, I am finally playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I am not very far into it. Uh, Megan was kind enough to buy this game for me for my birthday um, several years ago at this point. Because how long has uh, Zero Dawn been out for? Four uh, years? A while. Five years? S- several years. Um, and it's just been sitting 
with the rest of my games and I've been going, I'm going to play it. I'll play it. I'm going to play it. And, uh, <laughs> Megan and I's mutual friend and my coworker, Carrie Ann has been plowing through both, uh, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. She beat Forbidden West before you did Megan, which is yeah. kind of funny because, um, you know, they started it way after I started They started it. Zero Dawn after you started yeah. Forbidden West, I think. But so But I, I had a discussion with Carrie Ann and um uh I, I don't know how much they divulged to you, but they don't do any of the side quests. Oh, see, yeah, I'm I'm Just side like, questing. That doesn't count. Powered through the main story. Like didn't buy any weapons, didn't upgrade anything, did zero side quests. Well I, like bare minimum doesn't count but they were talking about how much map completion they do so they're they're i'll, I'll have to talk to them about <laughs> this um i am not very far into the game at all i have been side questing and mostly just running around killing machines and yeah. i gotta say it's real satisfying isn't it like every time i'm just like oh that feels nice like it's just real smooth and it's it's a it's still like a beautiful game. I'm playing it on PS4. Oh, yeah. Uh, my PS4 sounds like a jet that's going to take off when I play it because <laughs> I have an older model. But this is it's something I run into with uh, several games. Uh, most most of the games that came out uh, later in the life, my PS4 just it's it's chugging away. Um, but honestly, the game looks great, and I'm really enjoying the gameplay i'm i'm enjoying the game i haven't even done the proving yet so i'm oh, not really? very far in at all oh yeah no yep. uh, you don't even know the truth yet. Not yet oh i listen you've said it multiple times <laughs> i know what the truth is <laughs> but you've heard her name enough that you know of the all mother at open least. your eyes to the truth That's right yeah, so uh, it's triangle I, shaped and made of metal. <laughs> I'm working my way through that I game can't. and enjoying it. And then when it's done, I'm I hope to pick up uh, Forbidden West. I don't know if I'll get it on. Is it on PC? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it came out on PC. Yeah, I might get it on PC rather than PS4 because from what I hear, a lot of people have been saying like it, it's fine on PS4, but it was definitely meant for PS5. Mm. Graphically, so, it's heavy. Yeah, so I might I might go with PC uh, in that case. I don't know. Uh, it's probably still going to be a while till I beat it. Um, but hooray, guys! We're we're playing new games. Uh, let, let's continue this trend. Fleming, what are you drinking? What new <laughs> games have you been playing? How are you feeling, etc. Okay, I do have a new game actually that I've been Ooh. playing. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. I am Beverage Boy, as we all have discussed this before, but I'm especially Beverage Boy tonight. I have in that blue bottle you've seen me drinking uh, some secondary coffee uh, that I made earlier while I was cooking secondary dinner. Secondary coffee. <laughs> yes. Well, I had my I had my primary coffee this morning as I often do, um, but then I I have my secondary coffee if I need it. And secondary coffee was needed. So I'm nearly done that. As I finish my secondary coffee, I'll be moving over to a Sam Adams Alpine Lager, which I purchased at the Giant Beverage Store, which sounds better than it is, as Pinto put it earlier. <laughs> uh, I also have myself some water because hydration is key. And to that end, I have my Gatorade bottle that's still sitting here um, that I never touched. <laughs> uh, it, it was not for tonight. It was just, it's been here for 
like two or three days, I've been having this massive problem with um, getting so caught up in work that I don't drink any water for like five hours. And then I realized how thirsty I am. Um, and I decided to put a Gatorade there. So I'm like enticed to drink more. Um, but I haven't touched it because it's very sugary and I don't, I don't know. I feel like I need to mix it with water anyway. So it hasn't been drank. So it's still sitting here completely unopened, ready to go. But technically it's a fourth beverage nearby. So I'll keep I'll keep it in uh, in reserve if we go long or something. So your beverage plan is caffeinate come down um with the alcohol and maintain an even level with the hydration that is the plan unless we play games and then maybe a second beer is needed we'll see all right um i have been playing so i'm like stuck in the past in one regard um none of you mentioned it so i'm very disappointed but i also know none of you have played it uh i've played a lot of project zomboid like a lot, a lot of projects on Boyd. Um, I have wanted to sign in and check on the safe house, but uh, I, I've been injured for the past like week, and sitting in this chair has been very painful for me up until recently, so I haven't been really doing anything. Yeah, I'm sorry computer. to hear that, but I will tell you, it is no longer a safe house. It is a safe palace, <laughs> and that's all I feel I, feel I should say. Um <laughs> I, I've explored a little further on my own, but the game is a lot harder on your own. It's very much uh, a situation from where like you go from, um, I'm going to describe it as like you're doing fine, and then you hit a point where like everything is falling apart, and it's just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I'm going to die. I need to, I need to like run, I need to hide. And like if you're with friends, you they can be like, don't worry, man, I'll cover you. We'll all run into this house and us three will defend the windows and you sit down and get a rest because this game makes you rest way too much in my opinion <laughs> but if you're by yourself you sit down for about 15 seconds after sprinting away from some enemies or walking away even then you have the zombies there they're pouring in the windows and gotta run out i have not yet died i haven't gone far so like we've talked about going to the big city i did walk around the whole park and kill like every zombie in the park myself which was pretty fun um, it took me like a day to do. Um, I got back like pitch black and I left like right as it was starting to get white. So, you know, there was that, but my character's doing well. Um, the, your character definitely gets stronger and more um, capable, I guess, as you play more, which kind of sucks because as we've talked about in our, well, actually, honestly, our last episode or two, um, it just, it takes a long time to level up. But I'm going to put that aside. I'm hoping you guys will play again because there's been a lot of wonderful things been, that have been done in that game. And it's, <laughs> it's a very good game, and it's definitely better with friends. <clears throat> um, outside of that, though, I also picked up a new game. It's currently a Steam sale. It's been going on for like three or four days, I think. Um, but I picked up a game called U-Boat, which I don't know if you guys have played at all. It's a simulation game for uh, being in a U-Boat during World War II. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't gotten too far into it. Not only are you experiencing it, you know, from just like, you know, shooting down or taking down a ship or whatever, but you have to deal with like everything, right? So you're the captain, you have to deal with your officers, and then you hire on crew members. Uh, you can upgrade your U-boat over time. Uh, I'm sure there's more, but I haven't gotten through everything. The convoys get stronger. You have to deal with planes. It's very uh control heavy so like tom for example i know you would probably be fine with it because of things like crusader kings there's a lot in it i don't off hand know who makes it but i know it's an early access game but i'm very impressed with it doesn't feel like an early access game it's just very complicated so i'm still doing tutorial stuff but good game i um, definitely recommend it 
And uh, once I get maybe actually, I'm gonna say I want to also play Horizon Zero Dawn. I just have not gotten into it yet, um, but that's still been on the agenda. Um, so I'm hoping to get over to that too. And also in other news, so to get away from the games for a second, in other news, uh, I heard that somebody has been listening to our podcast who I ran into at Giant. The question is, will Pinto and Tom figure out who I could have theoretically ran into and give him a shout out in the podcast? At Giant? At Giant, near me, yes. well, I was about to say where you live. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> no, no. I was about to be like, probably... in that town? Yes. No. Uh, no. But Jesse D'Elia? Not, <laughs> <laughs> not, not Jesse, sir. I ran into Seth. So let's oh. say oh, let's say okay. hi to Seth. He said he's been enjoying uh, the podcast from time to time. He hasn't been able to listen to every episode. But, you know, we got some uh, interesting uh, comments from him. So I just wanted to say that he said hi, and he hopefully will listen to future episodes. And this being about a week later, hopefully he'll be able to listen to this one. So cool guy. Seth, Seth has many hi, daughters, Seth. so it's understandable that he doesn't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. And funny oh, enough, fun. though, I ran into his one son that he has. Oh, okay. yes. I, it was, he was with his son. He was with his wife and his other daughter, but they walked away. Um, but I got to talk to, to his son and him. Um, really good guy. Really cool guy. So he just wanted to say hi. I wanted to shout out on the podcast, and I felt it was best to say it on the podcast. So let's get away from Seth. Otherwise, that's all that's <laughs> happening with me. Tom, how you doing? Who have you run into in your location? <laughs> and uh, what are you drinking tonight, and what are you playing? Well, um... I ran into Jesse D'Elia. I was visited by the ghost of Christmas past. Um, and uh, I, I, Santa That's Claus weird came down because, my chimney. I don't know. Yeah, because Jesse's definitely Jewish. <laughs> hey, I I didn't say it was related or that it happened oh, all at okay. the same time. I'm having some tea uh, as well as some water. And I also have an energy drink that I haven't opened yet because um, I had a pretty bad cough when we started the podcast. But it's doing better now. I've been doing pretty all right. I started a promotion at my work, which has really been just do more work on top of the work you're already doing. Uh, so it's been real busy. It's It's been going okay aside from that, you know. Uh, we're actually in the middle of buying our house, and we just started selling our house down here because uh, I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but we're moving back to the East Coast. Yay! Yay. Um, so we will do... <laughs> <laughs> We'll do joyful things as a group um, out that way, um, and I'm excited to be able to do stuff together in person and have like board game nights and stuff. Board uh, games. We- I don't leave my so. house. She, I I <laughs> wish he was lying, but like, Not anytime we hang out, it's at Megan's apartment, and um, that's not true. You you come to eat at the restaurant I do. sometimes. Well. We'll have a gathering, and you'll be invited, and I will hope that you'll attend. <laughs> I will. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, anyway, I'm excited to see all of your wonderful shining faces in person again. I've been playing not too much, but um, I did start a new game, so I am on that new game uh, tip over there. So, I started playing uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl. And I've had it for a while, and my wife was playing the Diamond version and got to a point and just stopped. And I don't think she was enjoying it that much, and I heard some negative stuff online, so I kind of put it off. And 
I had some time while we were looking for our house in New Jersey, and I said, okay, I'll give it a shot, and I like it. It's a fun game. Shut up, people online. <laughs> Quit trying to ruin my fun. <laughs> Dude, that's all online is, is yeah. trying to ruin everyone's fun. Yeah. I. You know what? Pokemon has, like... I'm just gonna say it. Pokemon has a sad, toxic, old, older fanboy base that gets mm. bogged down in the details and complains about it being too easy and stuff in a lot of cases, and forgets that it's a children's game, right? Meant for children. We were children and, when it was, you know, uh, yeah. promoted toward us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it. You know what? I bought no my first Pokemon cards in fourth grade, I believe. It was the first uh, set of Pokemon cards that came out, and it was the, I believe, like, rock. Um, it was a brown box with, like, the rock ones or something. Oh, the fossil? Yeah, it was, yeah. like, the yeah, first, yeah. you know, I available Pokemon cards. I felt, yeah, I felt so cool to get that. I had those. I had uh, Pokemon Blue when it first came out on my big gray brick Game Boy. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, my friends and I were reading about Pokemon and Nintendo Power before it came out. We thought that uh, Venusaur and Charizard had their names reversed and it didn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> well, that's weird. I can we see that, that. We thought that Blastoise shot like cannonballs. Have you... um? didn't know types at all. Have you cool. guys gone back and like listened to or watched any clips from the show? Brock is insanely creepy. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I knew he was, like, kind of weird when, like, I was young. But, like, looking back at some of the stuff he says to women is, like, so creepy. I don't even know how to explain it to people. <laughs> like, it's just one of those that, like, if you never watch the show. And I've, I've, I watched the show, like, two months ago. So I remember <laughs> it quite well. But, but outside of that, I can tell you that Brock is, like, the weirdest guy. And it's just, like, so awful and like it's one of those there's like i get they were trying to put a like a interesting trait on him but his obsession with women is just like super gross now that i listen it's to not it. right yeah. it's not right yeah it's <laughs> not right he's, he's it's the master gross. roshi of pokemon <laughs> oh no yeah. sure um, 20 23 years did not um help Brock. Yes. it made it not worse. that he was ever good to begin with I mean, as the show goes on, he gets that, like, I want to be a Pokemon breeder or whatever and take care of Pokemon. And they, I think, softened his, like, I'm going to flirt with every Nurse Jenny or Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny ever and hit on children. Um, I think they did less of that. (laughs) I don't know. I I know I watched up to the breeder stuff because he starts to like feed them and things like that. He meets another, he meets a woman who wants to be and is arguably a better breeder than he is at the time. I don't remember him leaving the show. I know he does at some point. He leaves the show um, or like leaves his partnership with Ash, but he's just, he, he was not a very good character. And just looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, he, he, not he did not age well. Let's just leave it at that. It's Rock is problematic. Yes, it's really very sad problematic. when you have to write off a uh, an animated character. Yeah, it happens more <laughs> than you think. I feel like. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I guess Master Roshi's the same way, like Pintos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. If you watch the original Dragon Ball, like a lot of people grew up with Dragon Ball Z, where mm-hmm. it's not as bad, and Roshi's just like a minor character. Bulma's way too young. For oh, him. yeah. Yeah, in the original Dragon Ball, like, woo. Master Roshi and, and Oolong? 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Oolong saves the world by wishing for a pair of panties. It's still, so. that's right. It's super gross. There you go. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch uh, Ramna One Half or Half or whatever it's yes. called? I yeah, not. that was also a pretty weird show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually thought that was a weird show when I was like younger and watching it, but <laughs> that was a weird show. Anyway, that's the anime cool. part of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed uh, the an- anime point podcast. So yeah, Pokemon. Uh, it's a good game. Um, I... <laughs> The best part of the game is like when you fight the ultimate Pokemon and you catch it with a like a Ultra Ball, and then it can just follow you around, and it's supposedly the god of space and time that invented everything and can destroy things in a single swipe of its hand. And it's just following you around. And it's just following you around. <laughs> so I just like walk up to everybody and I just go like, "Hey, I don't mind me. I just brought the uh, god of destruction with me. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> don't, 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 don't pay attention." It's uh, its name was like Palkia too, so I named it Buddy Pal. So I just said Buddy Pal. It's me and Buddy Pal. Um, so that's been fun. I mean, it's Pokemon. Uh, and then I've been playing Crusader Kings three. Uh, because I'm always playing Crusader Kings three. I guess. Um, I think after I'm done with this game, I'm probably gonna be done with Crusader Kings three for a little bit. But, um, so I played you one. Think. So I think, yeah. <laughs> I played one game where I finally made it to like the end of time in that game which is around 1430 um and i was playing as uh eastern europe that was fun uh this one there's a couple achievements that are tied one to uniting ireland two to starting as a count and uh growing an empire um so i decided i would give that a go and just start as like a count in ireland and do my thing so um my empire currently spans all the way down to africa uh i have like everything and I just crush ants under my boots. Um, and uh, I have a religion that I created that I called Oaklick, which uh, the primary tenant is that Jesus was a tree. Uh, <laughs> and it's the predominant uh, religion in the world. So. Nice. Yeah. So um, it's been fun. But it's one of those things that like once you get into the later game... Uh, and you're running like a really big empire kind of thing, it gets kind of tedious because you get a bunch of messages all the time and you just kind of steamroll everybody and, you know, things like that. So I can't say I'm not having fun steamrolling everybody because, as we know, Tom likes easy mode. <laughs> but um, it's uh, it gets a little samey. But, yeah, Fleming, you still need to learn how to play Crusader Kings at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's just all those games, man, they're just so complicated and you really need to invest time in them to understand but also appreciate them, right? There's so much, like, there's things in Hearts of Iron and I've played, like, a thousand hours in that game where I'm like, you could do that? Like, I didn't even know about that. And, you know, it's by the same makers. And um, it's just one of those, it's like, I don't know. It's a lot of extra time commitment and... It's very similar to like Hearts of Iron or um, Europa Universalis that I'm kind of like, I want to play a different type of game. So I don't know when I will get to it. At some point, I hope to, but it's not a game I'm jumping for right now, even though I do yeah. own it. I feel like the mechanics are, are sim- and it's probably just familiarity bias, but I feel like the mechanics are simpler in Crusader Kings than in like Hearts of Iron. Because I started up Hearts of Iron and just went, 
no. <laughs> like, I looked at all the resources, and I was just like, I, no, not doing it. There's a lot of... I mean, the the worst part about Hearts of Iron is that there are... So, and, and most Paradox games is that there are so many... Um, dlcs to like fix things that should have honestly just been fixed in the main version of the game now if you have all the dlcs you're probably fine but i know that i don't have any of them and i'm not going to one get their subscription to be able to use them all for free and i'm not going to go and spend eight dollars per and there's like 10 of them for a game that like i find fun but it's honestly one of those games I open up so I can watch YouTube while doing something. So it's, it's, yep. I don't know. I'm not rushing for a paradox game right now. Yeah. You've only spent a thousand hours in it. Yeah. I've only spent a thousand hours. <laughs> now I have U boat though. And U boat's good and it's complicated and it's interesting. And I don't know. I like being in a U boat. <laughs> That's basically it. Point made. Rubber <laughs> stamp. Branded. Done. Um, yeah. Uh, so new games are fun uh, i'm glad we're all kind of playing some new things um i think there's even more on the horizon i mean i i'm playing pokemon now but i'm definitely looking forward to the new pokemon switch games by the end of the year um hopefully the rest of you are as well mm-hmm. i'm i'm just i'm not into pokemon anymore i've learned this about myself and i've just accepted it <laughs> you got that far with a sword or whatever and you stopped yeah, do you remember at one point, um, I was like, I'm going to get back into Pokemon Sword. And I played it for like an hour, and I was like, I'm in a forest where I'm touching mushrooms. And then I know <laughs> nothing happened. I'm still in that forest where I touch mushrooms. The Pokemon games have a massive problem where they're all basically the same thing. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's one of those where it's like another of the same game and like... It's not something I personally rush to either. Like, I beat uh, Pokemon Sword is the one I played, I think. Um, but I didn't, like, feel like the need to go back to it. Even though I know there's a lot more. I have plenty of uh, Pokemon that I, excuse me, did not catch. But I'm just like, what's the point? It's, it's the same thing over and over. I will say, though, that when Pokemon puts out other types of games, like um, Pokemon Snap, I really get into those. I really like playing you know, different types of Pokemon games and Pokemon Snap was always a fun game to me. So that's a game I want to get back to, but I did play it quite heavily when it came out. You might, I mean, you might try like Arceus because that one's a little bit different mm-hmm. where you like sneak around and catch the Pokemon. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a different kind of environment. Um, the battles are a little bit different too. Jen played it and liked it. Um, I have it. I'll play it once I'm yeah. this. Well, I feel like our group was at a point where, like, we were playing a bunch of new games right at the start of uh, maybe the pandemic, but just the podcast in general. It was a lot of picking up new games. But then I would say, like, midway through our podcast life, we all decided to kind of focus on, like, a couple games. And I don't know if that was... Yeah, I don't know if that was fatigue or, or... something for some reason we all just like kind of went into our corners and played the same game on a relatively consistent basis even after buying like a new console it was like oh i'm just gonna play or i'm just back to playing you know crusader kings that i've talked about a hundred times or me it's like i'm back to playing some battlefield one and i I play it a lot so i don't know i think it's just um it's nice when we are trying to explore new things and i really hope to explore things kind of out of my normal element if you will my normal behavior when it comes to games my genre i guess is the word have, have, 
Have you guys felt that like age makes it hard? Like, eh, like it just makes it like harder oh, to like out explore out of your com comfort zone with some of these games. Like, I'll, I'll just keep I, gravitating I back so. to a lot of things. Yeah. I think so. I think, and I know we've discussed this, but like for me, a big problem I have is that a, a lot of modern games are first person and first person makes me motion sick. Like even earlier today when I was playing Horizon, is not even first person, but like it got to a point where I was like, I started to get a headache playing it. And I think a big part of it is I'm not a responsible adult and my, I'm sure my eyeglass prescription has changed and I haven't been to the eye doctor in like three years. So that's something I need to take care of. But a lot of modern games, they look great and they make me want to vomit. Mm. <laughs> and like, sorry. Not, they, I just, it's just a physiology thing for me where like I will play a game and be like, it does something to me where I get motion sick. And I'm like, I, I want to enjoy this, but I, it's not worth it. I don't know that it's an age thing for me, at least so much as like, an awareness where you see gameplay for something and you've already seen it. It's been done and it gets repetitive and I just don't care enough about the story or the world that I'm going to try it and play it because I've already done that. Uh, excuse me, game with uh, dinosaurs being vomited out of a vortex. What's that called again? I want that. Oh, <laughs> I forget. I know. Uh, oh, I, I can't remember. From Capcom, I played right? Dino Vomit Vortex. Oh, Tom, you weren't here for that episode. Was, That's uh, right. Oh, man. Exo something? I can't Down remember. With it's, a, it, it's a new Capcom IP. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's, they were like, you know what? We're over zombies. Instead of fighting zombie hordes, you're going to fight dinosaur hordes now. <laughs> and I oh, was like, so Dino Crisis? No, because Dino, Dino Crisis was kind of like survival horror-y. This yeah. is like you're in giant mech suits it's facing like silly. hundreds of dinosaurs. I love it. Yeah. Not even I'm like nicely it. designed, just like clones of one another. Yeah. Suit me up. I'm into it. Yep. I'm in. Screw they, it. They got me interested. I'm, I'm into like anything where you put me in a mech. That's why I'm excited for the remakes of uh, um, Front Mission that are coming out. Um, Megan, Yo. did you, you picked up Ghostwire, right? You yes. have not played it, though? I, I haven't played it yet. Okay, because I, I keep seeing ads for it, and I'm like, that looks cool, but I don't want to spend $60 on it. Yeah, Um, because I bought Elden Ring first, I decided I would at least give that a shot before jumping into Ghostwire. That's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Look up, like, the builds on Elden Ring, so I see people constantly talking They're about their bonkers. build and shit. Yeah. Because you can, like, magic stuff from, like, a ways away and just murder it all mm -hmm. without actually getting your hands dirty. There's apparently... I, uh, I would do that. <laughs> There's a player now that is, uh, like, you can't beat him. You, because you can invade other players' games and fight them. And oh, I forget God. what the guy's tag is, but if you encounter him, you're pretty much... Oh, no, screwed. it's like that... That which has no that, life! That South Park episode. Yeah. <laughs> Where he killed every player in World of Warcraft. <laughs> How do you kill that which has no life? I didn't know that. Well, no, I guess it makes sense that there's PvP in Elden Ring. They yeah. had that in the other games as well. I saw a thing where there's like two guys, like. And one like, cup? Um, yes, oh, and one cup. The meta, like, was that they would just do this fire roll thing and just one knocks into the other guy, like, while 
that chases somebody else, and the guy just keeps knocking into him until he dies. It's like that's the PvP. Like sounds you just, boring. yeah, it sounds boring as shit. <laughs> um, the game looks cool though. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anything about like any lore if there is any, but um, I've I've been watching the game Grumps playthrough because that's what I do, mm. and. I mean, it's fun to watch them suffer, so I have no problem with that. And Aaron's more competent at playing that game than I can ever be, so I find to just live vicariously through that. But, I, I mean, I think you will probably have fun if you can find the guide to having fun. Yeah, that, <laughs> follow that's it. The, the code I need to crack. Um, yeah. Because, like, dying repeatedly, it, it's, it's not fun. And, like, I don't know... Are they supposed to be fun? Like Dark Souls or Bloodborne? Like, should I be having fun? Or is the fun <laughs> that after I'm finally, like, mentally exhausted and so sick of dying, that that success is like, oh my god, I I I feel rejuvenated. I can continue on my journey. Like, is that... <laughs> it's only fun when it hurts, Megan. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... And I, I have to admit, I think that's been, like, a, a block for me with, like, Project Zomboid because I'll just start dying or, like, I won't know what to do and then I'll go out and I'll get hit and I'll be like, well, I'm bit. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's a lot better with friends to protect you. Um, and I think as you get better with the mechanics, you'll find that you're not getting, you might be getting hit, but you're not getting bit nearly as much and, and it's kind of the design of the game but i don't know I, oh yeah i i i've personally been bit but not been or been hit by zombies but not been bit by them um based on some of the mechanics i didn't realize were in the game of like adding extra patching to your shirts and stuff like that it protects you a lot more hmm. okay i don't know we'll we'll see i just uh I guess I wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> think it is it is a hard game. The uh the first I just remember the first night we played where I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. It it really kinda had that feeling where I was like I see potential, but if it's going to remain this hard, I'm not going to enjoy myself. So Yeah. Again, like I'm right now I'm playing um Horizon on hard difficulty. I'm like, but you know what? If I find myself not having a good time, whatever, I'll just bump the difficulty down. If I find myself dying too much, it's not worth it to me to, like, keep trying it. If I'm just like, okay, I've died, like, five times fighting the same enemy. I just want to get past it. I like a challenge, but only up to a point. My my church doors are always open. <laughs> Come on down to Tom's Church of Easy Mode. <laughs> We've got we've got punch, we've got cake, we've got we've got easy times. Come in, have a swig, have have bunch, walk away. You're all good. That's the easy mode church. Tom's easy mode church. Come on down. Can't build reapers before building a supply depot. Just don't play StarCraft anymore. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> That's. No, that's that's my problem with those games, though, because things change so much. Like, and I, I was thinking about this because I saw like some meme on uh, Facebook about Magic: The Gathering, where somebody was like, "I'm playing this game with like my favorite deck, and 
I, I got beat and the guy playing him says like, well, you just have to face facts. Like that deck's just not good anymore. And he's like, but it's my favorite deck. I've put all my time into it. I like the way I've organized it. And it's just like not competitive anymore. It's like, yeah, that sucks. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> so I've been, I've fallen down a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole of a Pokemon player who plays, I think it's like Pokemon Showdown or something like that. It's like a, it's like a tournament game, but he'll, you like, he'll use really weird Pokemon and he'll face players yeah. that have a team of like six legendaries. And they'll always be like, lol, your team sucks. Why are you so garbage? And he'll beat them and they'll get really, really <laughs> upset and salty. And I'm like, but that's, I, I like that. Not because of the salt factor, but because you should be able to play a game like Pokemon and still be able to win with whatever like. team you want being clever, as opposed to just being like, I'm going to use six legendaries and yeah. I'm cool. The end. Yeah. I think the battles in Pokemon, there's that competitive aspect where you have to think about like who you have and, and what trickeration you're going to be doing to to kind of beat the other guy and it's cool that you have to actually strategize with that and i feel like with a like magic the gathering it's not a video game but like i feel like there's strategy that you can put into a magic the gathering deck and there's just all these meta rules that if you're not like aware of or like not even if you're not aware of it's just bullshit that you have to deal with if you're going to play that game and, like, people will beat you by making you draw all the cards out of your deck, and then you lose. That's how I used go. to play Hearthstone. <laughs> uh, I would just I would just fatigue people out, and I'd, I'd have a grand old time. And even when I lost, I'd be like, ah, whatever, whatever, I don't care. You troll. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, um, I played those games when I was, like, 12, and... I had my Magic the Gathering experience where I spent too much money on all the cards when I was 12 and 13, and it got it out of my system, and now I don't do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I had my, my welcome to the meta moment, though, because my friends and I like had so much fun playing that we would go to the local card shop and just like go to the tournaments that they would have. And then there would be like forty-five-year-old dudes there playing against thirteen-year-old kids like us that made like the fun decks that we had fun with, and they would kick our ass. And they would just be like, get good, oh. get good, kid, get good. I mean, they weren't like mean, but like some of them were like, "Oh, you have no idea what you're doing." I'm like, "I, it's not that I, I don't have right. any idea what I'm doing. It's that I have the cards that I bought out of booster packs and had fun with." <laughs> so, yeah, well, having fun with what you've made is fun until you get your ass kicked. I guess that's it. <laughs> Here's here's another question. Um, in terms of playing new games, do we all just not like learning new things? Is that really what it's come down to? Some of it is. I think because I have to spend every waking moment of every waking well, not every waking moment, every moment of my normal job, um, dealing often with something new, in my line of work at least, that I just I can't fathom dealing with another challenge outside of work in in something that is arguably i guess for uh i guess for pleasure like i'd rather just holistically dive into the pleasure aspect of it to not sound gross <laughs> but but that's kind of how dive into pleasure 
but that's kind of how it is though like i just i don't want to deal i I don't want to deal with the challenge now if it's a game i'm really liking or a game i want to kind of come up like get better at or understand then it's different so like project zomboid i did not have fun the first night but i could see potential there so i was willing to do it because i knew it'd be a really good game but if like crusader kings i opened it and i played like 30 minutes i'm like i'm so confused and i don't want to like watch a tutorial or watch some guy on youtube explain all this to me that i'm just like i'm done maybe tom can explain it to me and i'll have fun talking (laughs) to tom for for the duration of it but i'm just i'm i'm currently at that point where i don't want to spend a lot of time learning new something new unless i'm like really invested and recognize that it's going to be a good game i mean i've i've found a lot of it's because i'm tired like works make work makes me tired works makes me tired um and playing a game that i have to thinky pain about makes me more tired so like i talk about playing crusader kings it's not because i'm having the same experience that fleming's having it's because my brain is automatic with crusader kings now i can do all the all the shit to make the right moves and and get myself set up and it's fine (laughs) i mean it's just not a stress thing and that's why pokemon's great because i don't stress about it too much either um it's just a light thing i pick up and i play and i'm happy with my day See, this is sad <laughs> for me I, I think it depends on the type of game like if it's an online p- competitive game i'm less likely to want to really get into it or really learn how to play it because i'm never going to have enough time to devote to it um but if it's something single player that i can just dive into i'm i'm okay if it's a cool new concept like my Video games for me, it's my way to shut off my brain after work. Um, Because I can just, even if it's something different and new, I can just turn off my brain, dive into it, and only focus on that task. Um, So for me, it's just like, it it is a good way to unwind. Maybe it's just because I don't have to use my brain at work. That's not true. I mean, I don't, though. Like, my my job is essentially physical labor. So I don't have to think about much at, at work. So for me, I when I come home, I feel the need to, like, use my brain in other ways, which mm. is part of why I've been doing the screenshot Let's Plays, because it's, like, a creative outlet for me where I get to play a game and then also do some writing, which is something, you know... I enjoy doing that I went to college for and I work in a restaurant. So, you know, I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel that creative though is the same, at least for me. I find that, um, I would be very happy doing a lot of creative, um, projects and stuff like that, that I've been interested in, but it's more just the physical exhaustion that I've been feeling. Um, and also time, honestly, like it's been, you know, 50 plus hours of, of very intensive work. That's just kind of stopped me from exploring new things. Um, unfortunately, I think that that kind of is what happens as you get a little bit older, a little bit more responsible, like more responsibilities at work, you kind of lose the ability to put any more effort out into creative things. So creative and, and complicated to me are two different kind of things. It's just that I don't have time for the creative to do it the way I want. And I, I don't have 
um, the energy for the complexity um, of a new game, especially ones made by like Paradox, for example. Is is this segment the equivalent of us being Adam Sandler and Billy Madison grabbing that kid in elementary school and going, cherish it. <laughs> is that what this is? I I mean, sometimes I wish that I was 10 years younger. Like we've been, oh yeah, you know, uh, at least Tom, you and I have been out of uh, college now for 11 years and things are drastically different now than they were 11 years ago. And it's one of those, yeah, cherish it because you're not going to have those nights where you can play hours and hours of complicated game X or uh, Project Zomboid or Daisy or something that's just like very time consuming, you know, potentially. I don't know what you're talking about. We played a shit ton of Daisy regardless we, we of did, the circumstances. Yeah, just a few, a few months ago we did. And I played, like I said, a lot of Project Zomboid. Um, but it was. I didn't go anywhere really in Project Zomboid and deal with a lot of stuff. I just kind of like chopped trees around the base and stuff like that. So more of like a sit around, listen to YouTube quietly though, in case a zombie appeared among a tree and gave me the sting violin noise that scares the crap out of you. Um, but, you know, it it's just, I have not been um, jumping for a new game. I, I want to, but it's one of those where it's like, I gotta, if it's, if it's a hard new game, it's just going to be too much effort. Um, if it's a complicated new game, if it's a game I'm really interested in, though, I probably can push through and, and play it. I, I think probably a thread that is getting lost here is that a lot of really good games are not that complex to pick up. So, like, if there were a new Last of Us game, we'd all be on it, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's not that difficult to pick up. There might be some mechanics that you've forgotten that you need to relearn a little bit. It's not even that it's an old friend. It's, it's a well-designed game. To some degree, some of those are, are, I don't want to say lacking, but you guys have picked up, you know, Horizon pretty easily too, right? And there's some complexities to those with the crafting and hunting systems and, and all the different tools you get in those games. But again, there's the difficulty slider too. Sure. that That's the thing. So like, the game is as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. As... And, and that's fine, you know, again, Church of Easy Mode over here, as long as you have a game that's mechanically easy to play, and then, you know, the slider really just adjusts the AI, um, and, and how hard it is to beat stuff. So, I, I, I think there's other games that are mechanically difficult, like Crusader Kings. <laughs> I think it also comes back to the whole um, solo versus team play stuff. I am... Yeah. So like invest in my work and it's often a one person job kind of thing where I'm spending so much time individually working that yeah. um, playing a multiplayer game is also a lot more, enjo- uh, and, you know, uh, joyful and, and better enjoyment. I was at a gathering of friends this past weekend where we played Settlers. Uh, we played two games and uh, it was so much fun to like play one. I was playing a game that I know pretty well, um, but two, it was also fun because I got to like play with friends um and i would also like to let you guys know that amy won a game and she was smug and happy so (laughs) good good for her sounds about right sounds about like what amy is when she plays board games um but you know she uh she won that second game and was so happy about it but like it was it was a lot more fun to play something together versus playing something alone especially with the kind of work that i deal with right now so i um 
that's that's also where I think if a game is complicated, I would be much more willing to spend the time learning it if I'm playing with other friends and they're dealing with the same struggles. Oh yeah, I mean I've I've wanted to play that Axis Analyze 1942, the online thing, but you know we've talked about doing that as a group at some point, and I've tried playing it on my own, and it's one of those things where the rules just start going over my head while I'm getting into it. And I was just like, eh, close. <laughs> but if we're doing it all together, then we'll learn it. And the the other thing is if you have something that's complex and you have a bunch of people learning it at the same time, you can ask each other questions and you can all kind of like grow as a unit. And one person can look up how to do one thing. And one person can figure out how to do another thing. And that's called society. And that's how we as human beings progress God damn it. I'm going to let that stew. I was sneezing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just going to let it stew. The sneeze or the thought? Both. Can we put some potatoes in this stew? I mean, Boil. I wouldn't want sneeze and potato stew, but that's up to you. <laughs> I said potatoes. Yeah, pinto sneeze, though. There's already uh, sneeze in the that's stew. That's true. I don't want sneezy Boil. potatoes. Match them. Stick them in the stew. <laughs> Sneeze, society, and potatoes. Oh, so for the masses. <laughs> so Horizon is pretty much like an open world game, mm-hmm. and that, that's not really my cup of tea, uh, guys. I have so much fucking Ridgewood, oh, and I can't stop myself from from getting more. I'm like, I have like <laughs> 500 pieces of Ridgewood. I don't have to get more Ridgewood. And I'm like, oh, Ridgewood. Let me go pick that. Rocks. Every time. Wood. It's like, it's like us Skyrim. and the. With palm leaves in a raft. We had so many palm leaves. Like, Skyrim, it's like, I don't need those purple mountain flowers. I'm going to go get those purple mountain flowers. Oh, thistle? Let me get that thistle. Lavender? Hell yeah. I don't even do alchemy in Skyrim. I don't know why I picked the things. Just wait. In in the sequel, uh, they add recipes. So you collect ingredients on your travels for, like, different areas throughout the map. Uh, that have different specialties, so there are different meats, uh, berries, all weird plants that you collect. So if you ever yeah, get I mean, to all, it, you'll collect all. All I'm of getting them. is is right now is rich meat, fatty meat, and bony meat. Mm. There's not much variation. Yeah, I just these games teach me that I have a hoarding problem. Collect that's all of really the things. What, what I, oh, really? What I think I'm getting at. I I do that in Skyrim. I do the exact Grab same thing. Everything. Fallout, like, Outer Worlds. Like a game like Project Zomboid, it makes sense. You know, you're you're getting food to live. In in Horizon, I'm like, I can't even make any more arrows. Why do I have so much wood? Like it's it's unnecessary. Because eventually you'll run out of arrows, and you'll need to make more arrows. Even buy it. I'm like, here, buy this wood. And they're like, I don't want that garbage. And I'm like, what did I pick it for? Yeah, I'm a I'm a pack rat in games. Uh, That thank God there's no wait. Yeah, thank God there's no, like, weight detection. Yeah. Oh, I'm... Even games where there is weight detection, I'm skeptical of anyone who doesn't just hoard things. Everything just goes into uh, adding uh, uh, adding more weight. <laughs> I can't carry oh, yeah. enough. Let's increase that skill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Strength up. Yep. My, my wife got me a shirt that has, like, a little cartoon fox on it holding a bunch of, like, crap, and it just says, I might need this later. He's, like, on an adventure. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's me. You got it. It's especially frustrating in Zomboid because I picked an unfit character, so my carrying capacity is very low mm. compared to a normal person. 
I, it got to the point where I tried to carry like a, uh, what was it? <laughs> a bench press. Yeah, I tried to carry a bench press bench <laughs> out of the mall. And then we realized that we didn't have any barbells, so I just dumped it in the middle of the street. Oh, was it's the, probably still there. Was that the one that we passed? And I'm like, is that, is that a and bench And I was like, yes. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, the, that is. The last that is time I checked Pinto, I, it's still there. I wanted to bring it back to the base because my character is unfit. So I was like, oh, well, I'll bring this back so I can work out. Get and then it's like, you need to find barbells. And I was like, I have not seen a barbell in this game <laughs> ever. Oh, just hauling this big old bench press all the way over. <laughs> Don't mind me, zombies. Just carry the bench press machine. <laughs> Go about your day. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just put this bench press machine into my backpack so I could carry it home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it didn't work. <laughs> We we got the treadmill. You can't use the treadmills. Like, the electricity. No, we you have just electricity. can't. You just can't at all. Oh, that's they're stupid. not. They're not like programmed to to work. So you could just disassemble them. You get a ton of electronic points to do it though. So I went to a gym and disassembled a lot of treadmills. <laughs> nice. Did you find another church where you could disassemble all the pews to get more carpentry points? Because. We did that. No, I haven't. I haven't nice. really. I haven't done that. Um, I was building a lot, and that's all I want to say because there's presents <laughs> for people at the house. Oh boy! <laughs> all right, folks. Um, did anyone want to add anything else to our lovely episode today? Uh, I just this doesn't really have too much to do with gaming, but before when we were talking about anime, Tom said something in a faux Japanese accent, and I just want to bring up one of my favorite things in the world is when you ask someone how to say something in another language and it's just the English word, but like with an <laughs> accent, it's like, Oh, milk tea. How do you say that Japanese milk tea? <laughs> oh, nice. How do you say erection in Italian? Erection. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. I feel like that was half my experience in Japan it was like, okay, I learned how to read the language. That's just for foreign words. Basically. And you can basically get around if you can read what, like, coffee is. Because coffee is coffee. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh I want to get some McDonald's. How do you say McDonald's? McDonald. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yep. They don't change the golden arches either. They're still there. Just ask Dave. He ate McDonald's at every town we went to. God, that's that still drives me insane. <laughs> Was a thing. Was a thing. That that was my last edition. I appreciated it. All right, guys. Well, we'll close out. Um, Hopefully, you have found some insight in this episode of the Joypad podcast. Um, Find some new games in your life. Work to to get that joy. Um, Don't let your job destroy you the way it can. Don't let it. Don't do it. All right. Uh, you can check out the Joypad podcast uh, at joypadpod.com. Uh, we have all of our links to social media there Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you can find the Let's Play uh, screenshot episodes on there as well. Uh, there's a link to the website where Pinto has been posting those. Um, anything else we need to cover from that angle, folks? It's been a while. I'm sorry. I wasn't even here the last time we recorded. All right. So with that, I shall say, find that joy.
do it. Uh, find a new game, enjoy it, and play with your friends. Have a good time. Stay joyful. Why not? <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. I'm not going to rust off. I'm going to get there. Bye.